Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a ton to get to. Real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget today's episode. It's presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. But uh, uh, you know what I need to do right now? Listen, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. This needs to end right now. Fuck it. Let's jump into some headlines. <laughs> let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> semen here! Hot semen! Who wants the semen? Semen here! Here we go! Whoop! <laughs> what is that about? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, artificial insemination tanks were stolen! <laughs> <laughs> Who's the evil mastermind? Nobody knows. The tanks contained what has been described as a large quantity of cattle semen. It's stored in straws and compartments inside the cryogenic storage tanks. They they literally do like like little sleeves, little straws, and that's what the semen is stored in. Uh, the size of the tank stolen is not known, but the police say they and their contents are worth significant amounts of money. Cattle semen can be expensive depending on the quality of the bull. Don't know if you know that. Don't know if you've been browsing for semen lately. <laughs> Ooh, that looks good. Tell me about this semen, could you? Huh? I'm really interested. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> it's not like you can go to a store and be like, hi, I'm looking for a good semen. What do you recommend? Well, <laughs> this one, this one has a nice aroma to it. There, take a whiff. Mmm, pineapple. All right. Yes, this bull was very excited. Every time he saw a pineapple, he devoured it and then gave us a sample. It was fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> semen from prize winning, winning animals can command a huge amount of money. One of the semen samples stolen goes for about $600 a pop. That prize bull, by the way, has since passed away. So it's not like they can just go up to them and, and try to get some more. There's not like somebody out there, which, by the way, it's not like it's that easy of a thing. It's not like it's a bunch of dudes walking around. And we're like, hey, guys, we need some more. Play with yourself. It'll be good. Everyone, walk away. <laughs> and there's like, yeah, okay, sure, no problem. It's a bull. It's a process. And uh, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, God. Could you imagine if that was your gig? I, I would hope you get paid a lot of money to be a semen extractor or whatever. Oh, <laughs> how was work today? This is, <laughs> it's tough. If you open this uh, bottle of pickles and they, they, their hands would be so strong. I'm assuming they're just jacking them off with their hand. I know that's probably not the way. But in my mind, that's what I like to imagine. And I imagine this all the time. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they're trying to get the, the uh, pickle jar open and they just shatter it because their hands are just made of steel now. Anyway, uh, I veered off a lot. But... I mean, who decides one day that they're going to just go steal bull semen? I can't imagine 
the secondary market for bull semen is high and it's, it's thriving. The black market for bull cum, mm, probably not raging. Probably not. If you see a dude on the street wearing a coat and he's like popping it open and he's just like, Hey, you want some bull semen? I'm sorry. What did you say? I got bull semen. It's red hot off the, off the market. It's hot semen. I don't want hot semen. No, 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 man. Come on. Not saying like hot, like temperature, unless you want it that way, but that's disgusting. Uh, you know, like I don't want to impregnate another bull. Okay. God, you weirdo. Yeah. Use caution. If you see somebody trying to hawk semen on the side of the road, Hey, I got hot semen here. Semen here. Like it, like at a baseball stadium, chucking bags of semen across the way. Here you go. Semen here. Oh, $5. Here we go. Whoop. Well, might want to catch it. Hey, no refunds, buddy. No refunds. It's all over my coat. Darn it. <laughs> anyway, imagine being the, the dummy that stole that. Because, like, what if he didn't know? Like, th that would be, like, he sees something in the containers, and he's like, I'm going to steal it. Or, like, he thinks that he's going to be able to, he knows what's in it, and he wants to turn around and sell it. But nobody's going to want to buy that. <laughs> but then I go back to, like, he doesn't know what he stole. And he's just like, dude, check this out, man. He goes home. And he's like, smokes a, a fucking bowl or two. And he's like, let's open up the containers, man. <laughs> right on, dude. Oh, look how adorable. They're mini frozen yogurts. <laughs> you know, 20 minutes later, they're like, I can't believe we ate them all. <laughs> and there's, there's just like shit dripped all over their, their face and their shirt. Next thing you know, cops bust open the door. They're like, freeze, you sick fucks. Oh, my God. And they're like burping. Uh, sorry, it's so gross. <laughs> sorry. What's up, dudes? Like, you guys realize you just ate like $3,000 worth of bull cum. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That'll sober you up. Oh, my God. Okay. There's that story that I just went through. And I butchered. And I apologize. But I swear to freaking God, it's not like I Google stories about semen. Like, well, I got to get my fix of, you know, semen stories. Swear to freaking God. Bay Area Ritz-Carlton is being sued after a woman allegedly was served semen-contaminated water. This incident happened last year and the lawsuits being, you know, brought to everybody's attention now. Now, reading from the article, the lawsuit alleges the visit began normally. The couple was properly greeted when they arrived to stay. Um, nothing was amiss. On the night of November 18th of 2022, the couple realized that they were out of water and called the front desk for some more. Moments later, a male employee arrived with at least five bottles, and they had no reason to believe the bottles were tampered with and defiled. Jane, because they're going by Jane and John Doe, 
went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night and reached for a bottle. According to her, she knew something was wrong and alerted the hotel security and management. Jane said the water's taste and texture were off, and she initially thought it was a chemical contamination before she started to suspect it was semen. You can put those pieces together if you want. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The lawsuit claims one of the hotel's employees ejaculated his semen into a Ritz-Carlton labeled bottled water, delivered it to Jane in John Doe's room, and Jane Doe then drank the semen-contaminated water before she realized it had been defiled by a criminal deviant and that she had been sexually assaulted. Uh, First of all, moral of the story, don't trust anyone at a hotel. And don't buy water. Go buy water from a store. Don't buy water from there because that shit's expensive anyway. I I know I, I, I say don't trust anybody at a hotel. You could pretty much put that into any industry. There's always going to be that rogue dipshit that, that thinks it's hilarious to do something stupid like this. It's disgusting. It's fucking gross. Oh, my God. I don't know what I would do. I If I go to a hotel and for some stupid reason I'm, like, feeling splurgy, which is a bad choice of words, I guess, and I'm like, I want to buy, you know, a bottled water from the hotel. I want to spend like 10 bucks on a bottled water. And then I buy it. And then I all of a sudden I, I'm drinking it. I'm like, this tastes funny. And then I look at it and there's just like, <laughs> just like come in there. I'm going to flip the fuck out. I, I don't think I could contain my rage. Imagine if a kid drank that. This would be even worse. It's disgusting. It's not funny. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's funny because it didn't happen to me. Um, but that's horrible. It's disgusting. Who thinks that that's a good idea? You know, I got a lot of work to do today. Got to go clean the restrooms. Got to restock some towels. But before that, I should just jack off in this bottled water. (laughs) Yeah. That'll make the day go by better. No, my God. That, I wonder, like, how did she not know that it had been opened and then closed? Like, it didn't have the crack? Or did he, you know what I mean? Like, when you open a bottle for the very first time, it's... Right? Did that not happen? Were they oblivious to that? Or did he do something to reseal it? And what does he get? I don't understand that there's got to be some sort of power trip that this dude, if he if he did indeed do it, uh, I imagine there's some sort of mental little power trip that he's on. Like, oh, look at me, dude. And just to to brag to his buddies, like, yeah, I did that once. I jacked off in a bottle. Can't believe you did. I I just don't. I just don't get it. Don't understand why somebody would think that that's hilarious. So fucking gross. Oh my god, why? That and also, listen. Going back to it, stuff at the hotel is expensive. <laughs> don't waste your money on that. I've seen bottles 
of water in the fridge when I go to a hotel and you look at them and be like, how long have these been in there? And how many people have, you know, touched them and God knows what kind of disgusting fluids or whatever on them. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I know there's people that listen to this who work at a hotel. And if you could send me some horror stories off the record, please do so Duff podcast at gmail.com. I imagine you guys have a lot, a lot, whether it's people being gross, either customers or empl- fellow employees, things that you've seen like people do or heard about. Oh my God. I would love to hear that Duff podcast at gmail.com. I'll keep you anonymous. I I just think that's fascinating. But I I can't imagine somebody doing this. I would just lose my shit. Lose my goddamn shit. So fucking gross. So fucking gross. <laughs> Could you imagine though? Listen, I'm I'm being a dick when I say this. She's drinking it. This tastes like chemicals. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, shit. That's cum. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's gross and, and horrible. And the person that did this, you need some fucking help. And you shouldn't be allowed to work with the public ever again. But come on. It's kind of funny. Kind of funny. Gross. Horribly gross, but funny. By the way, before we get into some other stuff, I am so happy that Halloween's over. Like, I like Halloween. The kids love it. They did a great job trick-or-treating. They got a freak ton of candy. Some of our neighbors were handing out uh, full-size candy bars. I imagine they listened to the Halloween special on this podcast and they're like, whoa, we need protection. <laughs> we need protection by handing out full-size candy bar. So I imagine that's what it was. But it was a lot of fun. But it was funny because I was putting my son to bed last night. And he's like, hey, Dad, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. This is like, like Halloween just barely over. And he's just like, I can't wait to go to uh, Uncle Bill and Aunt Janet's house and help them make Thanksgiving dinner can't wait to eat it and then i hope he makes this kind of gravy and this and that and i'm like whoa dude oh my little foodie i love it love it and he starts talking about the foods he wishes we could eat here at the house but the girls the girls are a little bit picky whereas us boys will eat slop we don't care but we just appreciate a good meal hmm hmm anyway my my wife has a a very distinguished palate, whereas I just like food. <laughs> I do. I do. But I will tell you this. Something that my wife and my whole family can can agree on is that Sugar Fire in Westminster has amazing food, and they just released their Thanksgiving menu. So, if listen, if, if life is tough and you got a lot going on and you're like, I, how am I going to put this together? How am I going to get a a Thanksgiving meal done and done right? Well, let Sugar Fire take over. 
Now, I'll tell you this. Holiday orders need to be placed by Sunday, November 19th of 2023, obviously. But you got to place them by then. Otherwise, they're, they're not going to be able to do it. And, and they got a lot of people doing it. But they love doing this. You can get a whole smoked turkey. It's usually, uh, I believe it's $9.99 a pound. And their turkeys average from 10 to 16 pounds. And they feed 6 to 10 people. They got dinner packs, which has six ounces of turkey breast, mashed potatoes, and, and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing. Oh, I love stuffing. Cranberry sauce, choice of pie. And that's right around $29.99 a person. So when you think about all that you're getting, that's amazing. They got holiday sides. You can get a pint, a quart, a gallon. And you can get mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce, like I said. You can get whole pumpkin pie or pumpkin cheesecake. They got regular meats and sides available as well. Holiday orders, like I said, need to be placed by Sunday, November 19th. You can email them, catering at sugarfirewesty.com or give them a call, 720-639-639. 4903. Again, catering at sugarfirewesty.com or 720-639-4903. So this has been kind of making the rounds in. It's causing a lot of debate. And I feel like you're learning a lot about uh, women that respond certain ways. A lot of ladies are upset about this, but a lot of people agree with this list. So this list was allegedly created by a significant amount of women. I'm curious if this was just actually a couple ladies and they're like, let's see if we can make a list just to piss people off. <laughs> because this is unacceptable places for first uh, for a first date. And there's a lot that I disagree with. Number one, Cheesecake Factory. Who the fuck wouldn't want to go to Cheesecake Factory? Come on. It's a great food and you get cheesecake. Bullshit. (laughs) I call bullshit. Number two, Applebee's. What the fuck is wrong with this list? Applebee's is beautiful. (laughs) Come on. Number three, Chili's. Are you goddamn serious, Chili's? You get the old timer with cheese? Listen. It wasn't my first date, but my wife and I used to go to Chili's all the time when I was dating her. Come on. I got the old timer with cheese, French fries, talk over a soda. Boom. It was great. Chipotle. Really? For a first date, though, I guess I could see Chipotle because that's like a quick service. I don't know. I think mm, I don't know about that one. Number five, Olive Garden. What the fuck is wrong with Olive Garden? Olive Garden's delicious. You get the, you know, endless thing of breadsticks and salad. And then get some, like, lasagna or something like that. It's it's amazing food. What the hell? I do agree with this one. The movies. Yeah, you don't want your first date to, you know, you're spending time with her or them. And then... There, it's like two to three hours where you're just not talking. (laughs) That's just just weird. 
Number seven, your house. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head when I saw that was Jeffrey Dahmer. And I know that's fucked up, but that's what it is. It's just like, who invites you to their house for a first date? A serial killer. That's who. Number eight, a fast food chain. Number nine, Buffalo Wild Wings. I love wings, though. Number 10, Wingstop. It's the same fucking thing. Number 11, Red Lobster. Oh, my God. Number 12, a buffet. Number 13, IHOP. I will agree with that. IHOP, probably not the best place for your first date. But sometimes the first date is spontaneous. And you're like, are you hungry? Yeah. Let's go grab a bite. What sounds good? Really go for some pancakes. Okay. Guarantee you the people that made this list are single. Number 14, Denny's. Number 15, the gym. I agree with that. That's just, unless you're both gym rats, then that might be a good date. Number 16, church. I Listen, if you're both really religious, that might work. But I don't see that as a date. I feel like that's just hanging out. Number 17, Starbucks. Yeah, that seems more like a business meeting, I guess. 18, it's, it's essentially the same thing. It says coffee dates. 19, ice cream. Getting ice cream. I don't know. I feel like that's a, that's a chill first date. Number 20, family functions. Absolutely. <laughs> don't do that. That's jacked up. Number 21, movie night. Again, that's, that's kind of like, hey, come over to my house. We'll watch a movie. Then I'll kill you. Number 22, somewhere that requires a long drive. Man, the, like some of these, yes, it does make sense. You're just protecting yourself from, you know, being a, a focus on Dateline NBC. 23, bowling. I think that would be fun. Number 24, nightclubs. Agree, that's, that's a bad look. Number 25, hookah bar. <laughs> I've never been to a hookah, hookah bar. Uh, I, I don't see the appeal of it. Number 26, a bar for just drinks. I've, eh, I don't see what's wrong with that. That's like a, that's an, a gentle first date. Nothing too crazy. Number 27, Waffle House. If you can't find love by taking your, you know, person of interest <laughs> Uh, on a first date to Waffle House. If you guys can't find love after that, then you're never going to find love. Okay. Number 28, and this one I really disagree with, a sporting event. I think that'd be fun. You get to know them. You can talk, eat some, you know, junky food, but nothing too bad. Drink some drinks and watch a sporting event. I think that would be fun. Here's the thing. Some of these, like I said, I agree with. But it really depends on the personality. There's no way you can say this, this list works for everybody. And it, it's this is just a couple people's versions. If you were to make a list, I, I'm sure some of these would, would be on there. 
but a good amount wouldn't be, and you would have something else. It really doesn't matter. I'm trying to think of like my wife and I's first date. We probably went to somewhere like, like an Applebee's or something like that. Just something simple, just so we could, you know, hang out and get a meal and, and just kind of nothing crazy. I remember I told you about that. There, there's studies that prove that people that spend an outrageous amount of money on their engagement rings, I want to say it was like 60 or 70% more likely to get divorced. Whereas people that get something a little bit more modest, uh, more reasonable, tend to last. I feel like that's kind of the same thing with a first date. Obviously, you know, you don't want to be super stingy and shit like that. But, I mean, take them somewhere nice, but not, like, over the top. And then just be real with it. But that being said, if you're, if you're a, a big spender, then spend big, because that's what you're going to, that's the expectations that you're setting. But I, I just remember when my wife and I were dating, like, we... Every now and then we'd go somewhere super nice, but I mean, most of the time it was, if we'd go on a date, it'd be, you know, the first day or two would be, you go somewhere, eat, and then go walk around somewhere like that. And then you get into the movies and then, and then whatnot. But I, I look at this and I, I just think, I mean, a lot of those restaurants, they're perfectly fine. What's funny on there is I don't see Taco Bell. So, guys, <laughs> that's still on the table. Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's. Those apparently you can go to, according to this list. <laughs> it's not on there. But apparently Cheesecake Factory is frowned upon. Horseshit. Ladies, guys, where do you want to go on your first date? Let me know. Let's make our own list. Because I think this is, I think this needs work. It's a, it's an interesting debate, interesting idea. You can either respond to me, send me a DM on social media, however you want to do it, at DeHuff Podcast, or you can send me an email, DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. I'd like to know what one, are you currently in a relationship? And if so, how long? And where was your first date? If you can remember. If you can't remember, ask your significant other, see if they remember. Because I would like to, to know, like, my wife and I have been married for over 20 years now. And I guarantee you, we didn't do anything, like, super fucking high-end. It was something probably chill in, that matched our personalities and our budgets, <laughs> to be honest. So I, I think this is fine to come out with this. But it also kind of makes you wonder, like, who wrote this? But you high-end bitches, that's who did. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know that sounds messed up to say. But if, if, if all these were off the table, uh, yeah, just I, I don't even want to bother with you, okay? 
if my wife looked at this list and she's like, oh, yeah, I 100% agree with this. No, because she was even telling me, she's like, why is sporting events on that? That would be great. That would be a great first date. It's all opinion, and it's all uh, up for debate. But again, send me your thoughts on what the perfect first date is and what you, if you're still with somebody, how long have you been with them, and what was your first date? I, I, I think that would be just a fun thing to go over. Hey, real quick, the... I know it's a it's a couple days late, but it, since the the you know we had the Halloween special and whatnot, uh, the Broncos beat the Kansas Sh- City. I said shitty, uh huh. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs the other night, and now they've won two in a row, and it's good. People in in Broncos country are are feeling it. Now that being said, season's still young, but but. It's good. The vibe is, has changed when it comes to the Denver Broncos. That's what winning can do. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Case in point, Javante Williams, running back for the Denver Broncos after the game. I pulled this audio from Andrew Mason's Twitter account. I don't know if it's an interview from him. He didn't say where it came from, but here's Javante Williams. I feel like... um. Defense do their job. Offense do their job. Um, we got Marvin members back there on special teams. So I feel like everybody doing their job. And, um, yeah, I feel like the playoffs, that's just the bare minimum, though. We, we trying to make a Super Bowl run. All right, real quick. He said they're gonna they're trying to make a Super Bowl run. But this is me being a dick, and I've said that I've actually had conversations with people about this, former athletes. Athletes, if you want to make a lot of money in endorsements, speak correctly. Get some energy. He can speak correctly. I know he can. He's just like, he has no energy in his voice. A quick story before we get back to this. Sorry, I'm I'm veering off. Otherwise, I'm not going to remember. Uh, Josh Jacobs, running back for the, the, uh, what's his the Raiders, the shit Raiders, who just fired their their coach, Josh McDaniels. So he hadn't done an interview before. I'm working Radio Row, and he hadn't been drafted by anybody yet. This is pre-draft. And he comes over to our table. We were the first interview that he was going to do. So his very first uh, radio interview was with Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans on our show, uh, Schlereth and Evans. And we before he sits down, he starts talking to me. He's like, I'm a little nervous. I've never done an interview. So I gave him some pointers. I was like, when you speak, I was like, see, talk like you're talking to me, like right now. I was like, you have energy in your voice. And if anything, bring it up a little bit. Really, you know, sell what, what you do. I'm like, you, I was like, nobody knows football in here better than you. It's like, talk like it, let people know. And, you know, just have some energy. And I said this, I was like, when you speak, make sure you have a smile on your face. I was like, as silly as that sounds, people can hear that in your voice when you smile. And he's like, okay, okay. And then I gave him some other pointers and he was like really absorbing it. And he sits down with the guys, does the interview in the middle of it, there was a couple times where he's just like kept looking at me and giving me like thumbs up. 
And then after the interview, he comes over. He's all, how do you think that was? I was like, it was good. I was like, you just need to remember to keep your energy up. I was like, if you want to make money in endorsements, this is how you do it. Just be more energetic. It's like, don't be fake about it, but just bring more energy like you're talking to your friends. He's all, thank you. He did the whole, his whole rounds. He saw me again. And he's all, thank you for your help. Thank you. I'm like, that's, that's really cool. So I hear that with Javante Williams, and it's just like, dude, somebody needs to tell him. He needs to just amp up his energy just a little bit and smile when you speak. And that can get him a shit ton of money. He's a great fucking football player. And everything I've heard, he's a great human being. Somebody just needs to just be honest with him. Be like, hey, dude, you do a great job. You know a lot of shit. Just smile when you speak. And it's going to be great. It, it can't come from me. because, And I can't blast him on social media. I'll just blast him on here. But I'm not blasting him in a... In a, in a to be mean way. All he has to do is smile when he speaks and it's going to sound a lot different. It's bizarre, but trust me, it works. (laughs) It does. Anyway, going back to Javante Williams saying that their, their eyes are set on winning a Super Bowl or going to a Super Bowl. That's fine. But honestly, let's focus on one game at a time. I, I like the mentality. I would prefer players that I follow and appreciate and they're on my favorite team to have that mentali- mentality of, listen, it's, it's fine to win games. It's fine to go to the playoffs, but we want to win the championship. I get that, and that's good. Ultimately, that's what I want. But don't put the cart before the horse. You got to make sure that you guys are more established. The good thing is the Broncos are on a bye week and they'll give them time to get healthy, regrouped, continue to get stronger. And we'll see what happens next game, but I'm not disappointed that somebody would say we want to win the the Super Bowl cuz that's what you should be. You should be wanting to win it all. But, but let's not talk Super Bowl yet. And part of that is like superstition. Like you don't be talking about winning at all. And and you've hardly won anything so far. But that being said, playoffs are a real talk now. It is, especially since the Broncos split the series with the Chiefs. That's a big deal. By the way, real quick, Chiefs Chiefs Kingdom is all all bent out of shape, and you know, trying to point out excuses for why the Chiefs lost. Here's what I will say: as good as Patrick Mahomes is, he hurt his team by playing. But that being said, he felt that he was good enough to play, so he played. And if the coaches felt that he was going to hurt the team, then they should have pulled him. They didn't. Broncos won. Is Patrick Mahomes the only reason why the Chiefs lost? No. There's a lot of factors. But at the end of the day, it's a football game, 
Broncos won, Chiefs lost. Get the fuck over it. Thankfully, the Broncos' losing streak to the Chiefs is finally over. So, Chiefs Kingdom, I, I, I'd I, be a little disappointed in your quarterback because I feel like the Chiefs would have had a better shot without Mahomes back there, which it sounds crazy, but if he's like really sick and he's not 100%, He's not going to be making those great plays like he was. He did still make some good plays because he's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. But if he's not 100%, maybe your best bet is the the backup. But I get it. He's he's a competitor. He has that champion champion mentality. It makes sense. But I, I think in that case, they would have been better off to to bench him due to illness. But what it is what it is. And I'm fine with it because I'm a Denver Bronco fan. Uh, so whatever. But it, we'll, we'll see what the Broncos do. I, I like that the Javante is thinking that they, they are good enough to make a run to get to the Super Bowl. But let's just pull the reins back a little bit and realize let's just string together some more wins and get this momentum going. And let's all the Broncos just need to keep tightening their shit up. The defense is looking better. It is. They're going after the balls. They're I feel like that they listen to this podcast because against Mahomes, they were really attacking the ball and they they were picking them off. And I'm like, shit, ball hawks, baby. But I, I'm I'm glad the Broncos are doing well. I'm glad that there's a positive energy flowing through the the locker room and and that spills over into Broncos country. All the fans were excited about the Broncos whereas like 3 weeks ago we we're like fucking fire Vance Joseph. There's still a few people out there that want to fire Vance Joseph. But I just no. They're they're moving in the right direction. Don't fuck with shit. And I'm glad that they didn't trade for anybody because it it tells every player on that team, we believe in you. Whether you like Jerry Judy or not, he has a different outlook on the game moving forward into the rest of the season because he wasn't officially on the trading block. Like there was rumors, there was, there was allegedly calls made to try to get Jerry Judy traded. But he's a Denver Broncos still. So that's got to make him feel good and make him want to prove that they were right in holding on to him. Again, it's all a matter of how he looks at it and how he uses that information. He he could sit back and relax and wait for the offseason to get traded. That would be ridiculous. But I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to continue to advance and move forward and become a better player. Him and Cortland Sutton, they are a fantastic duo. 
Then you got Javante Williams in, oh, I can't remember the other guy's name that they always, that they misspelled on his jersey the first first game or something like that. But anyway, uh, they got a great offense. I should say they have a good offense. The Broncos defense is starting to shine. Their special teams is looking good. All three phases, man. They can If they can keep this up and get better and better, playoffs won't be a question. I don't like to look beyond the playoffs because I know there's so much shit that can happen in the playoffs. But if they can get to the playoffs, well, fuck yeah, that's going to be great. I'll be very excited. There's no reason why this Denver Broncos team as we look at it, can't make the playoffs. As long as they continue to improve and tighten their shit up, which they are. I don't want to say Super Bowl. I don't. Don't. Javante, stop it. No. No. Not ready to say that. But I am willing to say, God damn it, this Broncos team can make the, the playoffs. Okay? Go to Superbook Sports and put some money on it, okay? Not enough to hurt you if you lose, okay? I'm not going to be responsible, but check it out at Superbook Sports Colorado, right? See what you can get. And if you can bet for them to make the playoffs, good for you. You're going to buy me a beer later. I I just don't think it's far-fetched to think that they can do it as long as they keep moving forward and they got the right coach to do it, man, that what a turnaround that would be. If, if somehow the Broncos put it together and continue to advance and they end up making the playoffs, how many of us are going to forget that we were bagging on them the first few games of the season? You're like fire Vance, Joseph, Uh, Sean Payton's a joke, (laughs) all this stuff. Burn it to the ground. Strip it to the studs. I don't know who would say that. (laughs) Listen, if you know anything about me, especially when it comes to the Broncos, I'm a fan. I expect excellence from my team. That means I get emotional, and most likely I'm going to overreact when something negative happens. I'll also overreact when something positive happens. I think they can do it. Playoffs, yes, check. It's on the radar. That's as far as I want to look. That's the objective. Make it to the playoffs this season. Broncos can do it. They can. If you disagree with me, what you can do is place an order for a bag of dicks and eat them. Okay? There you go. Boom. Hey, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe if you can, please. This helps with the algorithm. Is If you can give it a nice review wherever you're listening, that will help disperse the podcast to more and more people and then help me uh, you know, survive and keep this thing afloat. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Don't forget to check them out and get, your, get some help this Thanksgiving. It's okay. No worries. There's no harm in that. They make amazing food. 
and they can help you out. Again, Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.